mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 288 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I'm Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, and today we are watching season four, episode 13 of Atlantis Quarantine, aka Die Hard Atlantis. Yeah. Or yeah. 37 Minutes in Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> because I counted it, yeah. that is the number of minutes that they are locked up. Um, I only have, very similar to yours, Die Hard Check Edition. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, but I do love 37 Minutes in Heaven. Yeah, I was really excited because I was sitting there going, oh, this is like seven minutes in heaven. Oh, it's too bad that the episodes are 43 minutes. And I was like, wait, yeah. they're not locked up the whole episode. I, know. I did the math. You just kind of want to like, you just kind of want to like Barbies, like kiss. And then they kiss. Kiss. Yeah. We'll get there. Shove their faces. Um, very, first we have a very important thing to do. Oh. Uh, and this is in no way related to Stargate in any way, shape or form. However. I'm excited. We must raise a glass because yesterday we lost one of the bright fucking stars in the galaxy. Oh, Lord. Listen, I'm going to give you 100 years, Betty White. Yeah. You just get 100 years. You just get them. Yeah. They're she's, yours. She's been... The, you earned them. We bought fabric this morning. The lady was like, because I was very nice and there yeah. was a lady being very rude. She goes, I'm just going to give you this extra quarter of a yard because I like you. Aww. We're just going to give Betty White yep. 100. We're just going to give her 17 more days. I will say that there's a lot of tweets that I've been reading and I love this perspective too. She goes... Where they're like, what comic timing for a woman yeah. to decide to go out yeah. right before yeah. that number? And I guess they were making a 100th birthday special oh, for her. it's already entirely filmed. What incredible comic timing. Um, I love her yeah. so much. Um, my brain even, my brain keeps trying to make a song using Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven, but it's like Cheesecake in Heaven. Mm -hmm. Would you know, know my name, name if you cake cheesecake in heaven? heaven? Because that's that's what's next, yeah. right? They're having Cheesecake in Heaven. Damn Skippy. Her and all also, the other Golden Girls. probably some bourbon or... I started drinking champagne yesterday pretty much when the news happened. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm just going to that Golden Girls vibe yeah. of like the cheesecake at oh, the end yeah. of the night. So yeah. it's like Cheesecake in Heaven time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to do... It's not Stargate-related, but... Doesn't matter. Betty White's related to everything on Betty the White face of the planet, is so... incredible. Uh, yeah. One of the greats. One of the greats. Um... I love her so much. I... Yeah. I'm excited. I... Too. Like, she's one of the people where it's like, uh, my goal in life is to be that badass of a bitch when I to get older. To just give that many f little yeah. of fucks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what did she write to... Because everybody knows we're Critical Role fans. Oh. Amy Carrera wrote yeah. a post. Uh, because her... Betty White did, like, a guest spot on Young and Hungry, which is where... I think mm -hmm. I've talked about how I watched that show um, that Amy Carrera was on. And her tweet was like, this is the th very first thing... That Betty White ever said yeah. to me. And it was along the lines of like, oh, nice wedding ring. When I was your age, 
to fuck a guy, you had to marry him. So I ended up getting married three different yeah, times. Yeah, I'm sure I've been married three times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which just shows what a wonderful, wonderful, amazing lady she was. I, I just need. To, this is not related to anything. Um, still, I have a, I have a, a tree right here, right off camera that that are off mic that that people can't see. Um, there is a a tiny dog who is just curled up under the tree. That makes sense. She is the present. She's, I am the gift. I am the gift to mankind. <laughs> she says, "You're welcome." Hi, I see you. I know. Okay. Um, now, now I'm squishing her head again. Yeah. This is our move. This yep. is what we do. Yep. Uh, how was your week? It's been, you know, again, to reference a random tweet that I don't know who said it, like the, the week between Christmas and New Year's, just don't, you are a couch. <laughs> don't expect to do anything. Don't, you're just a, you're just a blob. On you exist. Yeah. I did, however, sew a lot. That's cool. I made an entire new pair of pants nice. that I improv half of. Big fan. Um, Did you watch anything fun? I don't even know. I started watching the new season of Queer Eye. Okay. Um, I don't even know if I watched any. I watched a lot mm-hmm. of Star Wars. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't even. I don't even remember. Black okay, Widow. Um, we um, I binge watched all of emily in paris season two can i say that i also binge watched that i had forgotten <laughs> i had binge watched that in one I day yeah like i sat there and i built legos and i binge watched emily in paris it's so not good but entertaining it's great it's yeah. exactly what it means to be oh it knows exactly what it is yeah i think it's great because it's it's not like it's trying to be some sort of no. cerebral television no. and does and no. doesn't make the mark. It hits all the marks it's trying to hit. It's like, look, you want to see some pretty pictures of Paris? You want to see some fun clothes? Yeah, you want to see some like young angst? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, such angst! Here for it. Such angst. Uh, so I binge watched that, and then I'm caught. I'm oh, I'm I think I'm one episode behind on Dexter and Yellow Jackets, but no. holy shit. These shows are good. If anybody has Yellow Jackets theories, send them to me. I mean, you could send them to me, but I wouldn't know what they mean. That's, that's, uh, it'll be interesting. I want to know what's going on. Um, spoilers. Uh, now that we know, um, the one who just got her face ravaged by the wolf, I think she's the one that we see in the weird head mask. And I think it's more of a bandage than a head mask. Thing during the ritual sacrifice part. We'll leave that all this there. Statement out of context. I don't know how I'm not watching this series <laughs> because wow. Yeah, it's dark. Oh my gosh, it's dark. Um, what else have I done this week? I cleaned um, the garage. I did a lot of I did a lot of crafting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's been fun times, and the fact that we just made it through that weird week in the middle of the... Yeah, there was just a lot of, I exist on a couch, and I should be doing something, but I'm just playing Sudoku. I did a lot of midday naps. I still have a problem with midday naps. They weren't on purpose. They were like, (laughs) I'm in the middle of a thing. I actually fell asleep playing a video game at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely... That happens. Yeah, so... I think I should get checked out by doctor <laughs> is how bad because they're like 15 minute naps. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I fell asleep. I was doing something. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I stopped petting the dog and I got smacked. How dare I? Um, okay. Yeah, that was my week. January 18th, Woo. 2008. You did it. Uh, written by Carl Binder, directed by Mr. Martin Wood. Welcome back, Brenda Jones, also known as Dr. Katie Brown. Okay. But I love this little bottle episode. Okay. And I love our other quote-unquote guest stars. And I don't really consider them guest stars. I mean, Jewel and Kevin and David Nichol are pretty much regulars as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they. I mean, yeah, I see it. I'm I just saying those are the only other... Sure, sure, sure. You know, um, faces. Secondary yeah. tier people. You can't... I think the dog's trying to eat the bourbon off my fingers. She might be. <laughs> so we start with a wonderful relaxing game of golf... It's like just online a, golf of yeah, some sort. Because McKay and John were playing. John wants to continue, but McKay has other plans. And I do love that they're using their high-end equipment to play video games. Mm-hmm. And also that John's idea of a video game is golf. I'm not game-shaming anyone, but... Yeah. Well, we'll see later that he prefers his action games... He does. ...to do himself. Yes. Uh, which is why he needs a... Like, you know, if Nathan Drake, the video game character, were to play a game, he'd probably be playing golf. It's like the people real life is who so play, like, the fishing video games. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. But why? I don't... You do you, boo, but... Do what you gotta. Um, also, John, no. Just no. Women don't like it when guys are late. Yeah, I was like, he's so understanding of women. He's so understanding... <laughs> Yeah. Unrelated, he has very tall hair today. This episode, his hair is very tall. Yeah. Some episodes, it is not so tall. It's super spiky. There's, I had a former boss of mine used to have hair that would get, it was a similar like style. Yeah. And like you could tell how stressed he was by how (laughs) tall his hair got because he would touch it all day. So that is the hair of a man, is my theory, where a costume person was like, stop. Touching your hair. <laughs> it is so tall right now, I can't yeah. even handle it. Um, and McKay's like, can you keep a secret? He goes, no. And McKay tells him anyway yeah. that he has an engagement ring oh, for Katie. Yeah. And after a fantastic back and forth, I love John thinking that the next level for them is second base. But yeah. McKay is clearly already not actually prepared to... You know, propose to his girlfriend, already second-guessing that he's rushing into things. Yeah. I also... Listen. Okay. uh, Listen. It is not about the gemstone. It's not about the size of it. Uh I don't don't even care if it's gold. Like, I don't care if it has, like... I don't have a diamond. It's all good. I don't care (laughs) if it actually is an eighth of a carat. But that... Dear goodness, Rodney, that is not how you sell the ring. The comedically <laughs> large band to diamond ratio, yeah. I think, is the is the the cringiest part. Yeah, it, advertising that it's an eighth of a carat is not how you sell the ring. That's not good marketing. No, well, and also. I love the idea that he thinks an eighth of a carrot is a very large. Yeah. But also, I just... The band is so it's large. It's so... It's ugly. Is it a men's ring? It I think they be. used a men's ring. It might be. Um, I love it. It's not... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and the key for later, uh, it will be for later, as he heads out, he leaves his radio with John on the mm-hmm. table. And John's going to buy him a beer later to celebrate, or as McKay puts it, drown to sorrows. Yep. And 
you know, that's the spirits. Just, yeah. I mean, I'm also the mind of if maybe you should be fairly, have already had the discussion and be fairly sure the person you're proposing to is going to say yes. I've had the discussion about that first. I think... But um, that's just how I roll? So... I don't think it was written this way in mind. So this isn't me putting something on there that isn't there. But I think it would be a safe guess to say that McKay is, 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 um, neurodiverse. Yeah, no. You know what I I mean? I get that. And I think his process is, well, I'm with a person. I really like this person. This is the next step in yeah. when you really like a person. Therefore, I do the step. His his sister even said it, too. Yeah, that's what the next steps are. Yeah. And, it's, and also, as a scientist, it's like, well, those are the next steps, right? You do the next steps. Uh, what he's learning now, like his time out here in Atlantis, is how to incorporate life and yeah. peopling into those steps, into How that process. How to combine everything. How it's like, well, if you don't just take the next step immediately, you have to let things grow a little. Yeah. That organic presence yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I get why he thought that this was next. Yes. But also, you're not there, bud. I'll also, maybe have a... Dis- you need like a pre dis- you need a pre-marriage pre-proposal discussion. It's like have you guys had the do we want to get married someday conversation? Yeah. Have you even had the do we want to move in with each other conversation? Yeah, uh, you would think that yeah, especially on Atlantis it'd be so much easier. Yeah. Do you want to share bunks? Yeah. Yeah. Um Anyway, as McKay walks out to face his destiny, a very pregnant because we've had a break in filming Taylor comes cow. in. She's just pr- pregnant. She's definitely pregnant. Yeah. Um, you know, in an earlier episode where they're like, at some point someone will notice, everyone on base now knows. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, McKay can't talk. He's on a mission. Um, but Taylor is hoping John can talk. I do love the don't talk to me right now. No, talk. I'm, mode that I'm, Rodney's in. I'm on a mission. I have a sneaking suspicion that part of him's like, if I talk to Taylor about this, she's yeah. going to talk me out of it. And I'm not, I, I'm, all, I'm on a mission. I have half a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. It's, it's 400 miles to Chicago. It's dark and I'm wearing sunglasses. We're doing this. In the infirmary, <laughs> yeah. Ronan really needs a frequent customer card. Um, yeah. His arm is covered in blood from a sparring accident. Mm-hmm. It's third time this week. Yep. And really, if there's no threat of bodily harm, it doesn't surprise me that Ronan doesn't find much fun in it. I I wanted to say, too, based on what happens at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. how much of this is him going, oh, okay, let's go see Killer. Oh, I have to go. I need stitches. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, whoops. Ouch. Yeah. Like, just purposely not duck from yep. that shot. Yep. That seems like his move. You know, you know, it's almost to the point of Rona may not even be doing it consciously. No, is she just fi- needs yeah. to find a way to see mm-hmm. Killer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around the same time, Sam and Roddick find themselves sharing a transporter up yeah. to the control room. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love just this. just that. That's yeah. a great pairing. We'll get to it. This is all. McKay finds Katie in almost the only place we've ever seen her ever, the botany lab. She li- she yeah. She lives there. Poison ivy is not allowed to leave her plants. <laughs> and already McKay is you know, rambling, sweating. Uh-huh. Fumbling. So not that much different than normal. Um I mean, I don't blame him. 
Yeah. This is why I was, like, pretty insistent, even though Nick and I had already agreed that we knew we were going to get married. I was like, you know what? You get to propose. Yeah. I don't, I even know what the answer is going to be, and I don't want that pressure. Yeah. Uh, For the record, I had no idea when our proposal was coming. I didn't know a proposal was coming, period. Yeah. Uh... I, However, he still knew what the answer would be. I think he was pretty certain. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I might have thought, I thought about it. <laughs> thought about it for a minute, I yeah. won't lie. But it was like, we're already this far. We had already left the gift shop, You had you left the gift shop. Like, the answer wasn't going to be no. Yeah. <laughs> but the answer might have been like, wait a minute. Yeah, give, me, like, a minute. give me a year. Yeah. Um, but I have a bone to pick with this lab a little bit. Yeah. Is the light too blue for a greenhouse? I love that that's what she noticed. It's a greenhouse. It's supposed to mimic sunlight. Why is it so blue in here? Meanwhile, I'm like, why aren't you near a balcony or near an outside? Like, fine. Like, I get if she has to use the artificial light. But yeah, why isn't she in like a solarium? Yeah. Like, Yep. Plants. Listen, McKay's just going to rip the band-aid off, but it's not painful. It's the opposite. It's good, and it takes him some time to ramp up, and you see the look on Katie's face. You can see she's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, maybe he's asking me to move in. Is he giving me a key? I don't know. And just as McKay reaches for the ring, all the alarms sound and the door shut. Yeah. I will say, I was hoping for, like, a, a voiceover alarm <laughs> for the lockdown is approaching. Stand clear of doorways. Because... What if you're standing in a doorway? I know. You're smushed. You're going to get pushed to either one side or the other. Or you're going to get crushed a little bit. Or you'll end up like the one ghost in 13 Ghosts. Ah, I just remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we now have our Stand four parents. clear of doorways. I just want that. Yeah. I just want that first. Monorail would be in motion soon. Yeah. Please keep hands and arms inside the train at all times. Please stay seated. <laughs> Permanecer sentados, por favor. <laughs> Mantenga sus manos y pies dentro de la cabina. Okay, I'm done. Listen, I was just impressed when someone this morning asked me if I spoke Spanish and I was able to say very little in Spanish. I was Spanish. very impressed. I was very impressed by you. It's That's basically the extent of what you I can say. It. I'm pretty sure the man that we met, by the way, I meant to say something, yeah. was Tom Petty. Yeah, he did. I know they say Tom Petty is dead. Yeah. I think but he I just know. moved to Florida. Well, he's from Florida, so he, he would come back, back to here Florida in hiding. Yeah. Slightly adjusted Tom Petty's face. Mm hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, we have our four pairings. We see all the doors close around the city, and McKay and Katie try and open the door, but I'm afraid I can't do that, McKay. <laughs> the door's locked. Uh huh. They are trapped. Credits. Yikes. It took me an, a minute to realize that Zelenka and Sam were in the transporter. I was like, is this an elevator? Yeah. Which is the same idea. Kind of the same thing. But I was thing. like, where are they? Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Taylor has figured out the same thing. And forgetting that McKay left his radio, John tries calling him. Mm-hmm. And in the infirmary, finding their closed doors are closed, Keller also tries calling McKay. Uh-huh. As does Sam in the transporter. Yay. 
<laughs> Everyone immediately just calls McKay. McKay, do it. Fix it. I like that even Sam's turn to like, oh, thank God, I'm not the fixer of all the things now. I'm just going to delegate to McKay all the time. I am the delegator now. Yay. Uh, Zelenka has opened the wall panels trying to fill it with the crystals because mm-hmm. maybe they can get the door open. Apparently, transporter doors are lighter than most of the doors in the city. Yeah. But no, I love them both. I guess both. that does make sense. It does. However, these two strength is their dump stats. I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, yeah. I feel like Sam's might be a 12. Like, it's not super awful. It's not. It's still, I'm going to guess, her she, lowest stat. Yeah, but she's still not Ronin. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Um, Like, she's dexier than strength. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And since they can't reach McKay, they also can't reach John, and they realize all communications must be down, which, that, like, listen, we'll get to later that it's not part of it, but that is a shitty quarantine procedure. Yeah, this is a definitely a pre-growth McKay thought process. I get the idea that the lack of communication is not actually part of the quarantine procedure. It sounds like that's something that happened with the ionosphere interference. Okay. Just the computer crapping out part. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, in the botany lab, McKay's, you know, blue screens. A Can bit. I call it botany bay? Because it just sounds fun. It botany, it's botany bay. Botany bay. Yep. Okay. Um, and when he realizes that not only does he not have his radio, but Katie doesn't keep hers in the plant cultivation room. And it's on the other side of the closed door. Why wouldn't she just keep it on her? Why don't you have a radio in every fucking room? Yeah. How does the... Katie needs to do a better job of advocating for herself and the plants. Yeah. One, she doesn't get a radio for every room. Two, she can't get a room with a window. Listen, if hotel rooms have phones next to the toilet, yeah. you can have a radio in yeah. the plant cultivation room. I just feel like Katie um, may have a little bit of trouble speaking up and not being the person who's like, this is fine. Oh, yeah, this is cool. I'll take whatever. I get that. I think that's sort of what may have happened with both of these situations. Yeah. Um, McKay recognizes the alarm was the quarantine lockdown. And remember that fever that broke out a few episodes ago? Yep. Well, McKay tweaked Atlantis' own self-protection procedures after that burned its way through the city and there was no lockdown associated. Yep. So now everything's locked down. Uh Uh-huh. I mean... Who knows if there's a reason to lock down or not. He needs to get to a computer, but of course there's no computer in here because it's, it's a plant cultivation room. What a room. terrible room for McKay to be stuck in. Like, I love it. He's, I know. He's a fish out of water he in is. this whole, like, emotionally, physically, <laughs> he's in every space that is not his comfort right now. That's why we see him basically break down into a puddle on the floor yep. as the episode goes on. Yep. I love it. Which, honestly, I don't know what I would do. In that situation, just start eating the plants. <laughs> start just numbing. panic eating plants. Just, just planet collecting shit. What's this? Is this poison? I'm gonna eat this one. Can I sew plants together? <laughs> I'm gonna make myself a shirt. You know what the best part of this is? Yeah. Um, I learned this watching Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Being around a lot of plants is actually calming for you. So, yeah. like, a room like that should would be a calming room to any other brain we, on Atlantis. Can I say that that actually might be McKay's brain calmed? That's true. <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> that might be. He's it's not just, like manically. He's not. He yeah, no, you're absolutely manic. right. You're absolutely right. That is him calm. Fair. He Fair just puddled on the floor. Appreciate. Much appreciated. In the infirmary, of course, Ronan is trying to do the brute force option. Oh, yeah. He's going to barbarian right through those doors. Yep. Mm-hmm. Keller comes into it comes to the same quarantine conclusion and Ronan asks the important question, how is cutting off communication helpful? Yeah. Um I love this shot because Teller almost looks tall. Yeah. I don't know how they did that, because we know she's much smaller than she is height-wise than he is. Yeah, well, I mean, most people are Right, because it's him. Yeah. But in this shot, like they're almost like eye to eye, like the way she's yeah. she's much closer. It's like, oh, wow, look at her holding the ground that way. Yeah. I don't know why this episode had me focusing on, like, shot, like framing of shots. There is some beautiful, because yeah. because not only is it a bottle episode on Atlantis, but it's a bottle episode for each pairing. Yeah. So but it's this, like, beautiful moment of, like, these two are equals and are going to learn yeah. to see eye to eye <laughs> in this episode. Lip to lip. Face to face up. <laughs> Um, butt to butt. <laughs> Obviously, there's a glitch in the program. <laughs> and without cool. communications, no clue how bad the outbreak is or, like, how do you let medical help open the safe doors to yeah. help people? Yeah. But it's Keller. She is the CMO. She's going to be ready to treat anything that needs to the moment she needs to. And Ronan is happy to help. Just tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. And a reminder to myself, I want to make Keller's top. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good, it's a good cut. Mm-hmm. Back in McKay's lab, which is where John and Taylor are, yep. John is at the door, really wanting Ronan's gun at this point. Uh, and Taylor's at the computer trying to get, you know, more useful information and yeah. not trying to brute force open the door. Yeah. And shares what she sees on larger screen. In large words, Category 5 quarantine Yay. initiated. I like that he gave it the same levels as Hurricanes because yeah. we've dealt with Hurricanes yep. on here. Yep. Uh, cat five quarantine. I mean, not sure what categories one through four are, but they're obviously not as bad as five. Yeah, five means a lot. So she is bursting at the seams. Yeah, yeah. And then John just sort of like side eyes Taylor's baby belly. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "Do you love his approach in this?" What? And he's like, well, this is just, you know, if this was a movie, this is where the pregnant woman would go into labor. Yeah, I do love how he's looking at her like, like she's suspect. Yeah, like. Not like. You're uh, going to explode. Yeah, like, I don't trust you. I don't trust that baby. I don't. You keep that baby in there. You keep it away from me. Taylor's like, I have a long way to my duty. I'm not birthing no babies. He's like, that's what they say in films. I mean, just sit down. Yeah. She's like, I don't need. Sit down. Sit down. Cross your legs. Leave me alone. Yeah. Go you away. sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the Would you rather birth a baby or climb up four stories without any ropes? <laughs> I legitimately, I legitimately don't know the answer to that. <laughs> uh, how, how many stories up am I? Am I doing what John did, or am I, like, one story up as I'm trying to? You're ten stories up. You're not, like, John-level height, but you are it's a healthy height. If there's enough handfuls out there, <laughs> I might go out the side of the building. I believe it. 
I believe it. That tracks. I believe it, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Back in the transporter, also in my head at the exact same time, Sam also realizes quarantine lockdown and wondering why communications are affected. And Zelenka just throws McKay under that bridge. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, he was modifying some of the ancient protocols. It it wasn't me, I promise. Uh, He must have made a mistake. Sam knows, like, look, we have to access the mainframe, figure some shit out, and picks up Selenka's tablet, but he warns her the tablet's not going to do much. It's like a read-only tablet. Oh, it's 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 baby-proofed. It's baby-proofed? There's yeah. limited RAM? hmm And, I mean... It's an old... It's like an old mini. Yeah. It's like my mini, where it's yeah. like, look, I can get Netflix on there sometimes, okay? That's, that's, the, I have that's a, all it does. I have a computer upstairs in the craft room. You've seen it. It's yeah. like, look, we can stream. I'm a fr- I have a disc. I need to get. I actually have a CD-ROM, and I need to get information. And this computer doesn't have it. And I'm like, I'm afraid to put the CD-ROM in uh-huh. that computer because I may never see it again. Yep. Yeah. It is. Here we baby hold together. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, I mean, they can at least use the tablet to figure out what's going on, and then she pauses. As she turns on Roddick's tablet, and there is a photo of a pigeon. Oh. And he grabs the tablet like someone has seen his NSFW wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. I do love how embarrassed he is by the pigeon. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, what did you do with that pigeon, dude? (laughs) Like, is it really just a pigeon? Is it... Is a pigeon code for something? (laughs) Look, I'm not kink shaming. I'm not, but like, you grab that... It's just like a pigeon. it's a pigeon, a symbol for something in certain communities. Because like, it's just a cute you pigeon. You do you, but I'm very curious. It's just a picture of a bird. Yeah. Um. It's one of it's one of his pigeons. Sam is not grokking. Um. But he explains he raises them back home. Moving yeah. on. Here's my important question that no one answered. Okay. What is that pigeon's name? I 100% agree with you. That they should have had a name. I want, like, seriously, Zelenka, give us the name of your pigeons. I bet it's either named after a chess player. I'm going to name it Kasparov. Okay, I can I can see a chess player. Yeah, I'm naming him Kasparov. Uh, he might be someone who all his pigeons are named after chess players. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, I'm going to say that I really hope that husband Jesse is proud of me for pulling the name I Kasparov mean, out of my brain. I'm impressed with you because I suddenly you said named after chess players and I didn't know any chess player except Queen's Gambit. Oh, (laughs) just Queen's Gambit. Like, I think if I remember correctly, I'll look it up while you're talking. I think Kasparov is like the number one dude right now. I mean, I really enjoy a, a musical that is entirely about chess and yet, don't remember any. Anyways, oh, wait. There's a musical about chess. There is a. Mu- <laughs> What's it called? I think it's actually called Chess. Hold up. Um, former former grandmaster. I'm trying to remember who the current one is. Uh, yeah. Oh, Magnus Carlsen is the one. Uh, the other one I'm thinking. It's of. literally called Chess the Musical. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it is lyrics by ABBA. I want to make. Well, a- sorry. M- music and and by. Some of ABBA. But, yeah, okay, got um, it. And, and, yeah, the story involves a politically driven Cold War era chess tournament. <laughs> um, and I, there is, I have a recording of it that has Josh Gorman in it. Wow. 
I should make, I should straight face make my husband Jesse listen to this and be like, no, you'll love it. It's chess. It's chess. It's all chess. It's all chess. Yes, yeah, great times. Um, yeah, Magnus Carlsen, I think, is a current world, whatever, I mean, grandmaster, world sure. chess champion. I can't remember what the name is. Sure. And Kasparov is like the guy that was like a, I guess the previous generation would be the best way to put it. So I have I, I have know. a recording of the, the there's a UK concert. It has uh-huh. Josh Groban, Adam Pascal, and Adina Menzel in it. Holy moly. Um three people whom I'm I love. looking at this cast of people and it's like I know some of those names. Well, here's my favorite thing. Um, Anyone who has seen Hawkeye can imagine my love of musical theater. I lost my shit at Captain America the Musical. Oh, yeah. Um, And my favorite part is there is a Adam Pascal cameo in it. And I was so excited. (laughs) There's another recording that has Sutton Foster in it, too. Of course. Where the hell were we? How did we get here? We the name of oh yeah, the right, right, name right, right, of right, right. Pigeon. pigeon pigeon named by amateur chess grandmaster. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, so back with John and Taylor. Uh, they are working, and John is like, "Do you want to lay down? Do you want to eat? Do you want to wrap yourself into a burrito? <laughs> do you want to? What What can I do for you? This is what Taylor came to talk to John about. Yep. So an episode ago, she was annoyed about being taken off missions, and obviously so much has changed. Yep. Because now, honestly, she wonders if she's even going to go back onto off-world missions. Because she goes, if it's wrong of me to risk myself and my unborn son, is it any better to risk myself after he's born? Right. And he's already... He doesn't want to admit it, but obviously, already these nods, he's going to grow up without a dad. So what if something yeah. happens to Taylor, too? Yeah, that single mom life is 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 not easy. No. Yeah. And John gets it. He knows it's tough. And he actually has a friend from college who was, who was a cop yeah. and is the mom to three kids. Yeah. And it crosses her mind every morning when she goes to work. Yeah. But to her... She's fighting the bad guys. She's protecting all of the world kids. She's not just... All, she, yeah, that's what he says. Not only is he protecting her own kids, but she's protecting everyone else's kids as yeah. well. Makes sense. And Taylor ponders that while John looks at her and reminds her that no matter what, mm-hmm. that kid has a family here. Yeah. There are so many aunts and uncles. Takes a village. Like, holy crap, that kid's going to get so spoiled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, never have to struggle to find a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> I do love, unrelated to the main topic at hand, Yeah, I like that Shepard has a friend who's like a full family person, Yeah, um, like a mom of three kids and mm-hmm. like that's a, fl- a friend of his. I like to think that he has a lot of friends who are in different places in life. Yeah. And they're the ones that are constantly like up his ass like... <laughs> I'm going to sit you up with someone. And he's like, please don't. I'm very awkward and weird. No. It's like, no. no. And they're, they're the ones that like the friends talk about afterwards. Like, I don't get it. He's How a handsome are you single? dude. He's yeah. You've got a great gig. You got your good looking guy. I have, what is wrong with you? I have a few of those friends where I'm yeah. like, how are you single? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's by choice, that's fine. Yeah. But if it's not by choice, I don't understand. But how? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
And uh, so back in the transporter, they're able to see the same Category 5 level that John and Taylor saw earlier. And whatever disease this is, it's spreading across the entire city faster than anything Sam has heard of. Yay! And Zelenka is seeing these crazy fluctuations, even in the primary and secondary systems. Uh-huh. And it's not just communications that are down. It's long-range sensors, ventilation, and yeah, the OS plumbing. is down. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the entire OS of the city is fucked up. Yeah. And he goes, it may not even be an outbreak. Like, this could all be a malfunction. Yeah. And Sam is sure that McKay is at work fixing all of this as we speak. Yep. Totally. Look, if it were his choice, he would be. Uh-huh, because actually he's just standing there in the plant cultivation room with Katie reassuring her that surely the others are all working on fixing the problem. Yeah, I wrote, he's hugging himself in plant land. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Back in the infirmary, Ronan is still just trying to wedge the doors open and doesn't even realize he's torn all of his stitches open. Yeah, everyone is, no one is working on a way out except for Ronan. Yeah. But Ronan is approaching it in his very drinky way. Yeah. In the way that Ronan would approach it. Uh-huh. Um, My little drinky boy. Yeah. Hurt his nail this week earlier. We had no idea because that dog does not understand pain. Nope. Until we were like, is he maybe a little bit limping? Yeah. And then got a close-up of like a nail that he pulled back, which was real scary and creepy. Uh, It's all taken care of. He's fine. Yeah. But it's like, you gotta, you gotta (laughs) talk to us. You gotta let us know something's going on. He might be one of the, he might, you know, there are some people that just almost don't feel pain and it yeah. gets to the dangerous point. He may just like, but it didn't. It, it didn't it feel hurt. it. It was fine. I was playing in the dark. I was, I mean, it lizards. hurt for half a second, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So he lays back down on the bed so Keller can redo the stitches. And obviously they can't just force the door open. So they have better luck just waiting for the others outside to figure shit out. And they're open the doors when it's safe. Yeah. So they're just going to sit here and wait, Ronan asks. That's not really a move. I mean, yeah, we're just going to help and and we're going to get ready to, you know, treat the sick. And, mm-hmm. and Ronan's not good at sitting and waiting. No, definitely not. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, maybe we could pass the time by getting to know each other. Physically. And I mean, Ronan's like, uh, I mean, I'm thinking of one thing, but are you? Biblically. Do you, what did you have in mind? Uh-huh. And she's like, I what? Not, not, not talk, talk, talk. Uh, yeah. I thought talk. Words. Yeah. The tension is palatable. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Jason gives us a fourth wall break. I don't know if you caught it, but it, he's like looking at her and then looking around and then like looks directly at the camera and then looks back at her <laughs> and just like awkward I at like each other. I like the idea that he would and they're like, yeah. don't do that. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep doing gonna it every shot. It every time. Every shot's going like, to have fine. it. This one's fine. This is the closest one. <laughs> Stop doing that. Nope. Got to do it. So this... I okay. We'll get to the revelations we find out about Keller and her her growing up later. Yeah. But when you combine that, now I didn't skip any grades, but you combine that with this scene, and I'm like, I've never felt like a Stargate character more in my life. <laughs> because this is the type of shit that I would do is like, well, let's get to know each other. That's not what I meant. Nope, that's those are not the words talking. that I meant to say. I meant talking. Just I literally not even on my mind. Can I have yeah. a Snickers? Yeah. 
Hungry. Is it snack time? I didn't know that that was what that would be thought of when I said those words. (laughs) Yeah. It depends. Younger Grace would have been like, well, do you want (laughs) to? Because what the hell else are we doing? No time like the present. What if this is an outbreak and we're all going to die? Screw it. I mean, you. I mean, yes. Younger me, you would have had to explicitly spell out how I just said an innuendo for me to be like, oh. (laughs) So don't do that? (laughs) I'm going to crawl away over here now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. That was younger and possibly current, Nixie. (laughs) So back in the plant cultivation room, she's like, well... Can't you just fucking hotwire the door? You're Rodney McKay. Yeah. You proclaim to be the smartest person on the base and you can't open a goddamn door. Mm-hmm. But no, quarantine protocol completely disables doors controls. The whole point is to not let people open the doors. Yeah. I I think when we watched this episode the first time through, you yeah. and I, you're like, did you marry McKay? <laughs> Because this whole episode, she's like, what if we do this? And he's like, that's not how it works. No. What if we do this? And then I'm a curmudgeon. No. I don't want to. And it's like, she's constantly trying to look on the bright side of things. And she's like, no, I've already thought this through. No, I live here now. Yeah. And that is one of the things that I work on with Jesse is I'm always like, let me catch up to where you are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, brains move so fast. She tries to reassure him and be, you know, maybe the glass is half full, but to McKay, the glass is empty and then smashed. Yeah. (laughs) They have no idea what's going on. Somebody emptied it and threw it across the room. Yeah. Yeah. No idea if they're going to be okay. Zelenka and Keller could be infected and out and the whole city could be locked down because, hello, worst case scenario is what McKay does. I will say in that part, I I do think that... Our relationship is a little flipped as far as Jesse and I, whereas I'm the one who will definitely go from we didn't make the bed this morning to homeless in like four steps. (laughs) The leaps of logic are quantum. I mean, (laughs) he he goes, someone has to think ahead to the worst possible outcome to any situation to properly defend against it. And Katie's like, but even the good situations... He's like, well, it doesn't take much for a good situation to look ugly. I mean, one minute you're happily writing back from your senior, your your senior uh, Lagrangian mechanics midterm, warm breeze on your face. Next thing you know, you're flying through the air because you just hit a pothole. Yeah, I did that, but it was a rock. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> also, Joseph Lewis Lagrange, late 1700s. I'll be honest, I'm not familiar with it, and after reading it for a hot ten minutes, I can't explain it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That is a grace move. That is a nope. I will never. This is unlearnable. It's I didn't not pick it up. Unlearnable. It's just unlearnable in the ten. Mi- I yeah. <laughs> Look, it has to deal with things in motion and tracking it in a specific way. I guess this is completely impossible for any normal human it's to pick up. One of those where it's like I got it enough for vaguely, but not enough for me to like tell people. So what you're saying is it is virtually it's impossible virtually impossible to learn. You're a genius, yeah. To learn it. Exactly. It. <laughs> um, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it happened or not. The point is being always on your guard. Always look for potholes. It's a necessary burden that McKay bears. Yikes. And Katie points out that that mindset would cause a person to just 
constantly lend their life in a state of worry well, and fear. She's just exhausted all the time. And McKay's like, don't forget to spare. Yay, I live here. And I'm like, yeah, it's a- Look at me. This is what I'm made of. <laughs> and she's like, that's a really shitty way to look at it's relationships. Like a, it's an interesting cocktail. It's like one part despair, two parts anxiety. I like the unspoken. She's like, but what? What are you, what is your out of our relationship? That would be my question. Yeah. That would be my out loud question. Well, she's trying to ask that mm-hmm. without asking it. Oh, okay. This is why she's kinder than I am. Because that's why she's like, but what about goods? Aren't we a good situation? No, thank you. Aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> In the transporter. It's like it confirms it's a malfunction and actually McKay didn't cause it. There was a power spike caused by an... Uh, ionospheric storm this morning. Okay. Because this new planet is full of surprises. Mm-hmm. Clearly, a lot of recalibration is needed in the future. Yeah. Sam knows that that is for tomorrow. First things first, fix the issue. Slinka's actually confused why McKay hasn't already fixed it. Mm. This is not the first time in the past and many episodes that it has been mentioned that he is off his game. Yeah. Zelenka's really into this, the, the shit talk a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam wonders if he doesn't have access to a computer, and Selenka's like, McKay without his computer. Inconceivable! I am surprised that he doesn't just always carry it on him in a messenger bag. Any other situation than going to propose to his girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, McKay. It was so hard being you. Oh, McKay. Mm -hmm. I do love this moment where Sam's like, what if we use this tablet to interface with the control panel and open the door? And and Zelenka just runs through all the reasons why that may not work. Yeah. And Sam's like, but but what if we try? How about we don't have any other options? So let's give it a fucking shot. We're stuck in a transporter. Yeah. What else are we going to do? Stuck in a trans. What are we going to do? Make up a dance routine? Stuck in a transporter oh, so with you. That may be what I would do. I would be like, we're going to make up a song. Yep. And then if we're stuck long enough, we're going to make up a dance routine yeah. to go with the song. Well, I might do both. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do both. Yep. We're going to try to hotwire things and make a song. I'm going to. That's the thing is where I'm going to be like, I don't know how to hotwire anything. Somebody else do that. I'm going to make a I'm song. I'm going to make a song. <laughs> Look at me. I'm entertaining you while you are. Let me entertain you <laughs> and like you start you start with that song at the beginning of the musical where yeah. it's like let me entertain and then you end just like stripping clothes off yeah let me uh. entertain <laughs> that's you. what's happening in the infirmary <laughs> in my version of oh, this let episode. me entertain yeah strip a- poker strip oh, poker strip poker would be a good game to play if you're trapped somewhere trapped somewhere with Jason with the person that you're like, yeah, I'm into this. Yep. Um. So in McKay's lab without McKay, Taylor realizes that everyone in the city is trapped wherever they are. John realizes the ventilation system is down, so they're running out of air. Phew. And that's where he notices McKay's radio sitting on the table where McKay left it. Mm-hmm. And in that the plant room has no computers or radios. And they realize how much he must be freaking out. Yep. 
He is. He's having basically a full-on panic attack trying to open the door. He feels warm. He feels clammy. feels dizzy. His joints ache. Katie checks his heart rate, and apparently McKay having a heart rate of 120 is normal. Jesus Christ, dude. That's not normal. You're going to die tomorrow. <laughs> That's not normal. Not at all. I think my heart rate only gets there with a heavy workout. But I also have illnesses that make me have an unnaturally low heart rate. Like, uh, yeah, uh, my Which heart rate is, is good. My heart rate does get above that when I'm running. I, I will say my heartbeat is naturally very low. Mine's like fifty something. I mean, that's not bad. No, it's good. That's what I'm saying. But my, it's not because I'm in tip top yeah. cardio shape. It's because all of my other illnesses are like you're always tired. You're tired. Just gonna slow everything down. Uh, but Kay says his heart rate's always been rapid, even when he was a kid in deep sleep. And his family doctor wrote a paper on it once. Of course he did. I would too. This kid is weird. Back with John and Taylor also realizing that there is some hankiness in the ionosphere, new planet, new problems. Sean <laughs> sums up. Yes. And seriously, if you have learned nothing on this podcast, we stand Taylor. Um, yeah. You think her wisdom is high. Her intelligence is no slouch because mm -hmm. she figures all this shit out on the computer. Yeah. Knowing this might not be a disease. Mind you, this woman never saw a computer before like three years ago. No. <laughs> Fucking period. Exactly. Uh, and if the city is still in lockdown and McKay can't get to his computer, how can they shut it down? Mm -hmm. And if Selink and Carter were able to do so, they would have already. I mean, someone could do it, but they'd have to know Rodney's password. And thankfully, John knows it. Yeah, yeah. McKay told him his password because he didn't think John would remember it. And I love... I love right on all of Atlantis for being so good at security that Taylor finds it shocking that John would know. Yeah. That, like, R Rodney would have even told John his yeah. password. Taylor took those security training courses. Yes. Very seriously. Yes. She is not plugging in random USBs no. into her computer. Everything is not as it should be. I feel like Rodney said this in passing one time. Yeah. And, and like, out loud went, oh, it's not like you're paying attention or going to yep. remember. But John's like, locking it all away. 1643, 1879, 1668, 42. 1968. 1968. Yeah. I See, I can't even do numbers right. Uh -huh. The year Isaac Newton was born, the year Einstein was born, and yes, the year one Rodney McKay was uh, born. Yes. Never underestimate the size of that man's ego. <laughs> I love where Taylor's like, but there was other numbers. It's like, oh, yes. 42 is the ultimate answer to the great question of life, the universe of everything. And Taylor has questions about that and john I, says it very matter of fact -ly. i love how nonchalant he is about that part those are the moments when in the world 10 years ago however long ago this yeah. was 15 years ago those are the things that kept john from being married or from being or from finding the right girl yeah if when he's looking because he's absolutely comes across as this other thing yeah. and then he's like do you want to watch Hitchhikers and you want to talk about some nerdy? And then it would turn off the one people that he's supposed to be into. That he's going after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is another clue, again, that John is nerdier than he lets on. Oh, yeah. I am very grateful that the world is not stuck in those stereotypes. Anymore. I agree. Yes, yes. Overall, I am. I very much so. Be but there also is that little tiny part of me in a non-gatekeepery way that was like, but we had our our own little weird cult. We had our own little weird clubhouse. 
Yeah. And the clubhouse is just bigger. You still can. And the clubhouse is just bigger, and that's not a bad thing, but it was like, remember when when other people didn't know about this weird shit? I get that. It's that. It's the same thing that is like, you want to be precious about yeah. the things that are yours, but also in an old world, like... That clubhouse was very hostile to people like it me. It was, 100%. Which yeah. is why it's like, no, it is overall a very yeah. good thing because it was, even some corners of it, I grew up in Trekkie, it was hostile to me too. Yeah. Um, but it is, there. it's just, there's that little tiny bit of like, yeah. it was fun. Jesse likes to say, I had to work for it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And so, like, I'm glad yeah. other people don't have to work for it because I'm glad there's yeah. not that gatekeeping. But it's also like, I am proud I had to work for that's it. That's fair. I'll give you that. That's, I guess that's what it is. It's like, it's almost like I wish I could show you the pride that comes with having to work at it this hard. Exactly. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the transporter room, the two of them are now hooking the laptop in and seeing that they can hotwire. And it is getting hot. Ventilation is off, so Roddick takes his jacket off and drops on the floor. And, you know, it's a very small space. And yeah. as Sam also does the same thing, stands back up and just finds himself right at her boobs. Uh-huh. I just wrote, Sam is a woman. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what happens to Zelenka in this yeah. moment. He's like, oh, right. Oh. Right. My boss is hot. My boss is a a, a good-looking woman, and I've been alone she on this space. She is objectively attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, tasteful cleavage or not. I mean, boobs. thank God he wasn't trapped in there with Taylor. I know. Because Taylor's bursting <laughs> at the seams. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, tasteful cleavage is my wardrobe goal. Yeah. I actually have a shirt very, very similar to Sam's that I've had forever, and I love it, and I wear it all the time. Uh, although currently, because I haven't worn it in two years, I don't know where it is. But I used to wear it all the time. Yeah. Pre whatever the fuck. It'll show up. So Sam is talking the problem out loud that the door won't read the tablet. And so like almost as I told you so. But Sam is ahead of him and yeah. she's already written a workaround to free up memory to allow for local device input. I mean, clearly the tablet can't handle the whole city, but it can at least handle interfacing with these doors. Yep. And Zelenka just gets ahead of himself and starts filling with the crystals as Sam tries to tell him to stop and then gets just shot across the room. A little fried yeah. along the edges. A little zap. A little zappy zap. The doors didn't open and now the tablet is fried. Thanks for that, Zelenka. Yeah, he got nervous. He got nervous. He got anxious. Got a little he flustered. Like, I gotta get the hell out. Got a little flustered. <laughs> Meanwhile, John um, found, found something. I don't even know what I wrote. That's fine. Oh, the bad part. That the lockdown yeah. is broadcasting a big loud alert to everyone in space. Yeah. To stay away because they have a disease. Yeah. So the city... Hello, we're here. We're diseased. So now the Come city... Find us. That they're trying to keep the location super secret uh -huh. is just a big loud lighthouse beacon in space. Yep, yep. We're here and diseased. And the only place they can turn it off is the subspace transmitter in the control room. And for some reason, McKay's password is the only thing that can turn it off. Shouldn't Why? more people Sam should have one have access to that? John should have that. Our boy whose name is just escaping my brain. Chuck. Chuck should have one. You know, if it's if it's if it's honestly an outbreak, Keller. It should be like these. Three people can turn it off on their own. Yeah. Or these sets of twos can Something. join forces. Something. Can Some. just 
Megatron it. Yep. For if someone hasn't already picked up that signal, it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Back with the plants. McKay is still just having an ongoing panic attack. Mm-hmm. Um, willing, he's he's willing to try to cheer Katie up. No, and then has nothing. He's like, I should cheer you up. I, I'm bad at this. I have no cheer. I am not made of cheer. Oh wait, Look, is you. that the plant? Is that the plant named after me? Is yeah. that my plant? Is that cactus looking thing my yeah. plant? Yeah, the prickly one that sucks all the life out of the room. That's the one. <laughs> It's grown. And, you know, phallic-y. And <laughs> Katie notes, as she strokes the base, that it's grown with TLC and then hand gestures about how it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yikes, Katie. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. But maybe this, maybe she's like, if I can get his mind on sex, maybe he'll stop panicking. Maybe. He just coughs instead. Uh-huh. It's just a whole different panic attack for Yeah, him. different types of panic. Yikes. And, uh, of course, if it's an outbreak, McKay is sure he has it already, and now he's passing it on to Katie, and he just falls off the deep end of that one. Yeah. Now, the plant room should be calming. In Grey's Anatomy, they do a spent thing where they do one room that's mm-hmm. all blue light, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be a calming room, too. And then there's a room that's all covered in plants, and you yeah. can go sit in, and it's all like these trials because Grey's Anatomy, the hospital, yeah. uh, is is supposed to be... Like a teaching hospital and mm-hmm. learning things. So they've got all these research projects. That's all. Yeah. And then he's like, I was trying to cheer you up. Mm. That's rough. Yeah. It is rough in that room. Yep. Back in the pairing that I'm invested in, Ronan yep. is... Speaking of steamy doctors. <laughs> is uh, the... Ronan's just chilling on the bed. Uh-huh. Keller is pacing because she admits she's not good at sitting around either, especially when there's clericking to do, but she's stuck here. Yep. And and Ronan is like, well, stuck is the key word here. Yeah. It's not your fault if there's nothing you can do about it. You did not put yourself in here to be locked down. So it's no good in blaming yourself. Yeah, fair. And admits that Keller reminds her of someone that he knew on Satita. Oof. Obviously, we catch on that he means his fiance, yes. Melita. And does a very brief and vague recounting of what we know and saw in flashbacks her choosing to stay and help and then being killed by an explosion in a window. Yeah, that wasn't great. No, it wasn't. But there it is. And Keller reminds him that she chose to stay so Ronan can't put that blame on himself. Boom! I'm rubber, your glue. Everything you say bounces off me because back to you. And they have a very honest moment here. They have they have what I wrote down as just a deep gaze. They have they have those eyes. Mm-hmm. You've got hungry eyes. Uh, it's called hungry eyes. Well, hungry eyes is when you want food. That's true. Yeah, hungry eyes. They are hungry for different things. Yeah, hungry eyes are what Drakey gives us. Yeah. every morning, the minute we wake up, hungry eyes want food. Yeah, it's fair. Hungry eyes. Hungry eyes are different. The one to take in from other parts of the body. Yes. Uh, John tries to do his own, like, door crystal hot wiring, but that doesn't work. So plan B. Yep. In the middle of this, Taylor does not go into labor, but does feel her kid kick and then shares that moment with John. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Um, 
just told Maddie's gonna get everyone out of here. So that crazy plan B involves breaking the window, which seemed to break far too easily than a window this high up. Yeah. In an ancient city. I would hope that's tempered a little differently. Should break. Um, climbing, he's gonna climb four stories up the side of the tower, which is super not meant to be free climbed, by the way, but you know, Batman did it all the time. I like that Batman's the first place he went to. It's like, okay, but Spider-Man might have been a better... But Spidey. Climby person. Nightcrawler is a good climby person. Well, I guess he's thinking of the fact that, like, Batman spider... doesn't have spider powers. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Nathan Drake does it all the time. Well, what games were out in 2008? Uh, I don't... I think the first one might have been out by then. Well, no, look it up. Because then, you know, we had to make sure he would have been able to play mm-hmm. as Nathan Drake before that reference came into his head. And looking down, if he misses any footings or handholds, he's super dead. Because yeah. it's super high up. Yeah. And, uh... And, you know, he's not worried. 2007. Okay, so he would have played the first one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's not He's not worried, and if he was worried, he would never admit it to Taylor. <laughs> and we see him start to climb. This is fine. This is better than helping you birth a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. John would also take climbing the side of a tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as the camera pans back to just an amazing shot of him free climbing the side of a tower that shouldn't be climbed. Mm-hmm. This is here's the other thing too. It's like at least like anchor yourself to something no. in this room. No, no, there's no so rope. If you fall, no rope. There's gotta be something in there. Taylor, Taylor has a lot, a of, lot of layers. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a long <laughs> skirt. Just rip that skirt up a bit. Yeah. The next scene, Zelenka is trying again to apologize that he fucked up the door thing, and Sam's like, stop. Please shut your face. Stop. I think he's struggling because he's, like, very anxious to, like, this is my boss. Yeah. Also, this is a lady. (laughs) Also, it's really hot, and I don't like being here. Yeah. The amount of pressure that man is under right now. Yeah. Um... And then just, you know, just, just small talking. She figures they could use one of one of the pigeons now. And he's like, but they're not for eating. He's like, I don't... Why? God, no. The first place he goes to. <laughs> no, I want to, you know, tie a little note to the little tiny foot and then just... Do you think that, that that's a... Con- like, somebody has tried to eat his pigeons yes. before? Yes. And that's where he's coming from? Yes. It's like, no. Um, there's... And... and and he's like, but there's no windows in here. And she's like, that wasn't... Ne- never mind. Yeah. Just... Nope. Yeah. When he panics, his humor goes far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> far, far, far away. Um, And John is making progress up the side of the tower. Sure. And I'm sure he wants some chalk for his hands. Yeah. Probably better climbing shoes. Uh-huh. Uh, he tries to hold on to, like, the frame of a light and it breaks away and he just dangles there for a second. He's pulling a full-on Nathan Drake in Uncharted. Yeah. This is my favorite part of every Uncharted <laughs> game is the climbing! The puzzle climbing! And then he just has to jump to a ledge where, again, hanging by his hands and has to pull himself up. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually we see him make him over the edge of the balcony outside the control room. And as we were watching the first time, I just said that my absolute favorite is because I, you you know, filming, it's a green screen. So I just love the visuals of him just crouched on the other side. Yeah, and just like, oh, pretending. Yeah. We're just a fan on his face. I know. Yeah. I love it. It's like someone miming the stairs. Yeah. 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 I love it. 
<laughs> and uh, we so we see him make him over the edge and surprise everyone in the room by just Kool-Aiding himself. Kool-Aid man. Here's my thing. Could you not pick a less intricate window to break? Like maybe not one of the stained glass ones. Nope, must be stained glass. Gotta be this one. It's uh it's it's weaker integrity. <laughs> it's like you know, the other one's gonna be a little easier to replace. Every window in Atlantis is made of like sugar glass. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but here in the control room, they're doing it they can, getting ventilation up and working against Cedra. Yeah. And John busting through the window, and everyone just turns to him. I love that if you look closely at Chuck, he goes to do a fighting stance. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Full, like, yeah. I'm about to attack. Uh, he just immediately goes straight to the, com- the computer to turn off the beacon. And Lauren comes up the stairs like, where the fuck did you come from? Before he can say anything, the moment he gets the beacon turned off, all the computers shut down and the self-destruct activates. Yay! We made it worse. Which everyone can hear, including Sam and Roddick and the transporter, who can't do anything. Nope. Everyone's just gonna sit and listen. Uh, and, and again, Ronan just want door open. Yeah. Or black. Just... Like, he's trying to roll intimidation yeah. at this door. Like He's just going to will it to open. They've gone full Vox Machina with <laughs> <Yeah>. these doors. <laughs> yes. He's like, or blasted. Is there any C4 in the infirmary? And she's like, no. Oh, so why isn't there just a little bit of C4? Why isn't there a little bit? Anything that works is explosive. He starts picking up bottles. And she wonders, maybe the oxygen tanks. And Ronan's face lights up. Like, exactly like Sheriff Brody did in Jaws. Yeah. And Keller pauses. Of course John has shown Ronan Jaws. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Duh. Hey, we're surrounded by a lot of water. You want to see something real cool? <laughs> Let's do it. Also, so now all they need is a gun to shoot the tank. And again, she's like, infirmary, not armory. Okay, but she should have Listen, at least like a personal side I'm not going to compare. Janet 100% would have a yes. gun in the infirmary. Yes. Just saying. You are in constant danger of being surrounded, what invaded. What if the Jedi break into Atlantis again? You don't know when you might need to protect yourself. Just saying. Yep. You, she got to learn how to shoot a weapon. Janet would have some somewhere. Maybe it could, uh, I don't know if a stun... I don't know if a... It, would a wraith stunner do the same? A wraith stunner, you could at least hit the motherboard of the thing and yeah. see if it does anything. Well, I'm just saying to do to shoot the oxygen tank, a wraith stunner may be enough pressure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So I'm saying at least have a stunner in the infirmary. Well, it's like what we've learned about Keller um, from that episode with her and yeah. Taylor. Is like she doesn't have very much uh, training um, in self protection. It's like you need to do that. Yeah, you need to do that. I feel like I mean, we especially s- after that episode. Obviously, Chuck has some, as we saw. I mean, Chuck's <laughs> everyone has a deadly weapon. <laughs> everyone in Atlantis, really. If you go to Atlantis, but you- Chuck is military, isn't he? I don't. Th- I don't know. I don't think I he is. I just assumed. I don't think he is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we've only only seen him in like the the like scientisty. I think he's like technician-y. I just figured he was a scientist in the military. He may. You know what I mean? I don't think we know. 
I guess we don't know. We yeah. can invent our own backstory. For I have him. decided he is. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's so he. I imagine him. He was like you know Sam. Technically, has a doctorate, but she yeah. doesn't go by like Doctor Carter. Yeah. She goes by Colonel Carter. Yeah. Chuck is like the opposite. Well, Chuck is like. I, as I've said it before, I'll say it again. Chuck reminds me of Brother Matt. Yeah, I feel he does. like he's the guy who's like, well, I'm in the military, but I'm really good with this computer yeah. stuff. So this is where they put me at. So I'm going to do this. Yep. So he's got like a decent rank. Yeah. But he's like, but I'm the computer dude. I'm the computer dude. So did all the basics. I am and, your Walter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back in the control room, John and Lauren are trying to figure out how the self destruct got turned on and how to turn <laughs> it off. Yeah. And I mean, it does stop. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't stop. Chuck just turned the sound off. I do like that he corrects that. I yeah. feel like I don't know that I would. I'd be like, well, you yeah. should go double check it though. Yeah, in the power room. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't blame him though for being like, look, if we're gonna die, at least let's not die. With it. It's it. like when someone's being pulled off life support. The yeah. first thing you turn off is the alarms. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to hear that. Give him at least some peace. And the last thing that Chuck saw on the computer was a breach of quarantine alert, and everyone just looks back at that glass door that John broke. Yay. John did this. You did. You made this worse. You did this. You worsted this. Because the city now thinks the disease is out of control, and somehow the answer is blow the city up. Yeah. Which I guess in hindsight, it's good that Ronan wasn't able to pull those doors open earlier. <laughs> yeah, not really. Because we'd be even further behind. So the solution is shutting the self-destruct down at the source, which is the main power room, which is six levels down. And no, John, you just can't climb back down, which, by the way, that seems way more dangerous than climbing up was. Yeah. Although maybe there's some rope up here. It just fall. Just drop. The room is at the center of the tower. Lots of closed doors. And thankfully, Lauren has some. Not a lot, but a little C4. He's got like one stick of gum. It's like one. You got any gum? That's the equivalent. You got, the, I got like half a stick. I got like a half a C4. I, I'll split it with you. I have a C. Yeah. <laughs> I have a C1. I have a C2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's more than anyone else has right now. So. Yeah. Katie thinks the alarm is shutting off must be a good thing. And McKay's like, no. God damn it, McKay. Just <laughs> shut up. Just go, yeah. He correctly guesses that they just turned the noise off. Yeah. He's like an eyesore. He's just like. <sighs> and then, yeah. And then McKay just goes to lie down on the ground as Katie keeps telling him to, you know, keep fighting. Yeah. Keep that spirit up. And that's when Katie finds the ring. Oh, yay. And he admits why he came down here today. He was going to propose. And then he just lays back down on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's a move. That I'm just going to lie down on the floor and cry a lot. Yep. That's the move. That's how you propose to a woman. You just lie down on the floor and yep. panic and yep. cry. Yep. Yep. So Keller is isn't sure what's it's going to work as she puts her face shield on and and even though this whole you know oxygen tank idea was it was her idea they have to cut into the velvet tank just enough that it'll break when they need it to uh-huh. but not for enough that it blows up in her face. Mm. Here's the thing though the options are Keller does it or Ronan does it. I do love the way he pushes her into this. Yeah. It's like, well, if you don't do it, I'm gonna do it. And if I do it, we'll definitely die. Exactly. So if you do it, we might. You could definitely die? have more delicate hands than I do. Yeah. Or just let me just kill us immediately. Yeah. 
So then Taylor, in a moment that we're all just screaming at the screen. Yeah. Oh, God, Taylor, why? Climbs okay. up and out of the window, oh God, standing on the ledge on the edge of the tower. Looking, looking like up fucking Faye Ray in King Kong <laughs> with her dress flapping in the wind. You are not dressed for this. You are not prepped for this. You're also you are super so pregnant. much weight. I don't even... Trust that you can get your arms out in front of you to climb. Also, your center of gravity is not what it used to be. No. <laughs> I can tell you that as strong as your core yeah. is. Your core is a little busy. distorted. It's, it's a busy. little busy right now. <laughs> your core is not where it was. Yeah. Uh, and finally just but remember, gets back she's down. got the strength of a tail and she a fetus. She does have the strength of a tail <laughs> and a fetus. <laughs> So Keller finishes cutting into the tank and Ronan sets it up. They have a little contraption. So when the scanner arm moves, it's going to drop one tank onto the second one. It just scored. It should shoot forward. Although instead, it just kind of destructively shoots around the room. Can we take a minute, though, and talk about how this goes down? Yeah. One, I love Keller's energy where she's finally on board. Like She's like, I'm down. Yeah. I don't love this, but I'm down. Yeah. She puts on a face shield. (laughs) The flimsiest plastic COVID yeah. face uh-huh, shield. Uh-huh, it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. y'all, that ain't going to do shit for you if the uh-huh. oxygen tank comes at your face. Here's what I'm thinking, though. I don't think it's for the oxygen tanks coming at her face. I think it's a protection against sparks with the grinder cutter thing. Oh, do we think a plastic flexi glass is going to protect it's from fire? It's better than nothing. From fire? It's better than nothing. <laughs> but I do love that she's like, all right, do your thing. Do do you. Yeah. Um, the door laughs at them, and a bunch of shit's just knocked over. They just fuck She's off. She's like, ha ha ha. You know all door. those preparations they made earlier? <laughs> shit now. Yeah. Jesus um, the, as Ronan uh, puts it, the door is a lot stronger than a shark. Yeah. I love this. Um, I call it Ronan's Rube Goldberg explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So John sets a tiny bit of C4, it gets a door open, and they're fairly close to where Sam and Roddick are. So they pound and yell, and John's crew finds them. And since transporter doors are lighter, Lauren and John are able to open it. Yay. And Sam and Roddick tumble out, sweating, gasping for air. Yeah. They explain all the situation. They have two more people to help go and shut down the self-destruct. They have no clue when it will happen. Anytime. Could be while you're standing here. Mm -hmm. Just anytime now. Here's the sitch. Everything sucks. Okay, let's go. Also, we have no more C4. Yeah. We, 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 We need it all. Cut to Katie still just standing there with a ring. <laughs> Swooning a bit that, honestly, that McKay was going to propose. And, and she's like, well, why why don't you propose? Don't you want to hear my answer? Oh, no. And this is where everything goes to shit. Yeah. McKay, still laying on the ground, just doesn't even, it doesn't even matter anymore, does it? I mean, we're moments away from our certain death. This isn't the right, this is, look, a little bit on Katie, too, to be like, maybe don't. Yeah, you you. I think it's important to see when Rodney is yeah. in a certain space. Yeah, you can't always pull people out mm-hmm. of these spaces. Mm-mm. It's almost a little bit disrespectful to let him be in it and move through it on his own. Because like, there's other people, other people who are not McKay who would be like, you know, if I have if I have five minutes left on this earth, I want to spend those last five minutes engaged to you. That's you know? fun. Yeah. 
McKay's not that person. No, McKay's a person who um, I've learned this with um, with anger. Yeah. I have learned only recently in life, thank you, therapy, how <laughs> to allow myself anger. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be cheered up. No. Right now I'm angry and yeah. I am moving through my anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm learning it and becoming acquainted with it and mm-hmm. relishing it. And I will be done with anger when I'm done with anger. Yeah. And it's not on you to fix it. It is It is mine. And I do with it what I will. And, and I'm think- still the person that's like, just let me know when you do a song and dance. Yeah. I will be here. Yeah. Prepped with a song and dance. And it's highly appreciated. But it's the same thing. It's like with depression or anything. It's like telling people, like, you can't just get, <laughs> you can't just get Nixie's doing a crab dance at me. <laughs> I'm doing this really like hard. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you have to just give people the respect yeah. to be where they are and just say, okay, I'm here when you need me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. And finally, Katie raises her voice a little for the first time mm-hmm. in this. She's like, don't stop talking like that. Yeah. Like, I need not that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is still a chance. And McKay's like, no. No, I'm just going to wallow here and goes on about how they're doomed and no one's going to save the day and it's horrible and fatalistic, but that's who McKay is. And you can see on Katie's face, she's like, you know, I had a different answer about 30 seconds ago, but now I'm wondering if I actually want to be with that for the rest of my right. life. Right, Katie, maybe both you and him are not exactly where you need to be. No. Especially if your thing is hurry up and, and be okay. Y- yeah. Yeah. So team don't blow up is stuck at another door. <laughs> yeah. They have no Fucking more doors. Man. They have seriously doors. They have no more C4. They can't get it open. But John does the event. Which happens to lead to the main power room at some point uh, because they were able to get the ventilation back open. That's promising. John pries the cover off and knows he can't fit. And Sam volunteers for tribute. But Roddick's like, no, 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 no. I insist. I am small man. He'll fit and he'll turn the power off. And with a little help from his friends, he crawls into the air shaft to Yay. start his John McClane impersonation. I love it. Sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. Ronan admits that he was wrong about Keller. Yeah. And he thought that she was weak and didn't belong when she first showed up. Nope. And she's like, story of my life. Mm-hmm. And we find out that she skipped grades. Yeah. Graduated high school at 15, got her bachelor's before she was 18. Yeah. And she, you know, that happened. But at the same time, she missed out on all of those social events and that social maturing that happens during your teenage years. Sure. Yeah. And she doesn't remember a time in her life where she felt like she belonged. Yeah. Oof. What a rough one. And which, like... Taking that and now putting it and, and having that framework over the whole episode of Taylor. Yeah. And and even earlier before having like the miscommunication about getting to know each other, it's like it all it all sort of the puzzle pieces fit a little better. She, you get a little better view of her. She's still calibrating to to whatever social level they're all hanging out at. Yeah. She's still working on that. And yeah. I don't want to use the word catch up because no, it's not that. It's just she's she's still adjusting to whatever level people are at. Some of us have the ability to do that calibration very quickly. Yeah. Others don't. 
And so she's still finding hers. And her experiences growing up are just so different than everyone else's. Well, she didn't get very many opportunities to practice. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Ronan thought she looked like she belonged blowing up that tank. (laughs) <laughs> She's like, well, it didn't work. He's like, that's not that's not the point. No, but you did it. You put, wore that face mask, bro. Cut to cut to Roddick muttering himself in check as yeah. he crossed through tunnels and yeah, it's, the angry vent check is what I called so it. So <laughs> good, it's so good. And eventually, he just has to like go head first down one. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, and then. Ronan and Keller just kind of scoot a little closer to each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little cheeky grins on their faces. Mm-hmm. I know that move. <laughs> we all know that move. Everyone knows the move. Uh, and Katie... And then, like, Sebastian the Crab shows up behind, like, the cotton balls. And he's like... Kiss the girl! I know I went creepy on that one. Reasons. Reasons. And Katie's just watching McKay on the ground. Yep. Pondering life. And the rest of them just watch the ventilation shaft, trusting Roddick will make it. That's all they can do. The question is, is will it be in time? Mm. And Ronan and Keller just continue. And then they can't. Just continue. In the power rooms, Lenka hits the ground so hard. Yeah. Ow. So hard straight down. We don't know down. how far he dropped. He could easily have broken his neck. Well, he also, he had that flashlight in his mouth. Yeah. Like, so there's bad. no chance to, like, talk. And, nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Ouch. Um, he's, he's holding one hand. Like, I think he landed on a wrist. Yeah. But he just runs over and starts pulling down levers. But rest is better than neck. So, yep. good job, Angry Vent Chick. And this kiss is happening. It's gonna. But just before the lights go out. God damn it, Roddick. Zelenka is shutting down all the power. He did it. He does a full cycle of the system and everything starts up again. And they're about to go in for that kiss again when the doors open up behind them. Damn it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Just take the kiss. Just do it. Just do it. No one's going to... Barbie smashed them faces (laughs) together. (laughs) That's why you can't overthink a first kiss. No. Just Just do it. Get in. Just kiss it. Yeah. Uh, we see all the doors in the city opening up. And McKay springs off the floor. Enjoy that they found a cure or they overrode the system and they're not going to die. And he gives Katie a big hug and then both remember the elephant in the ring box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the quarter carrot sized <laughs> elephant. It's an, it's an eighth of a carrot. Eighth of an air. Sorry. How dare I? <laughs> <laughs> and at dinner that night. John, Taylor, Ronan, and Selenka recruiting how Z crawled through the vents, and Ronan is more amused that McKay thought it was a real outbreak. Mm. And he shuts up real good when Keller comes and joins them, and the two of them have those grins on their face. You know those automatic grins on your faces? Oh, yeah. When you're like, like, I can't not grin. (laughs) I'm looking at you. I can't. I do like the stutter. Like, I'm just going to shut up now. John and Taylor just eyebrow. Yeah. Like, look. Yeah. Just between them? Yeah. Ronan's like, what? Just an angry smirk. Angry smirk. <laughs> uh, Sam then joins them and says that they have good news. It seems like no one heard the really loud signal beacon and yep. that everyone in Lantis owns Zelenka debt of gratitude, oh, which yeah. I'm sure he will accept in finely aged booze. Yay. Or pigeons. Mm-hmm. Or boozy pigeons. Or boozy pigeons. Drunk pigeons. You know what I can see? I can, a perfect gift for him. 
Is it a homing pigeon carrying booze? Sorry. Well, no. I was actually going to say a decanter in the shape of a pigeon. Oh, I do like that. A pigeon-shaped decanter filled yes. with whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're for it. Yep. So McKay is not there enjoying the meal with his team. He is going to find Katie. Admitting that, no, there wasn't an outbreak, and it was just allergies. Mm-hmm. And that, yes, technically, Zillian could save the day, but it was like a group effort. Not while I'm here. Yeah. It's more, I think this is a very mature, you know. Absolutely. Between I them. I love, love, love that they have this it's, conversation. Over the past year and a half, he has become aware of, you know, he doesn't want to use flaws, shortcomings that he has. Yeah. That he, on occasion... Can be negative and demanding and maybe a little bit arrogant. Strong personality traits is what I would call yeah. them. And that he 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 knows acknowledgement of those things is the first step on a road to betterment. Yeah. The real trick is doing something about it. I'm not there yet. I'm just at the acknowledging parts. Take some time. Um, first and step is admitting you he, have a problem. He did come here earlier to propose to her. But after today, he's realizing that that's rushing into things and he is not ready for marriage. Yeah. And Katie's like, th- that became very obvious. Yeah. And she says she's not ready either. I'm glad she does this because I, I did feel like we were putting too much on McKay. Yeah. He's not the only one here. No. And his feelings haven't changed. Like, he still likes her. Yeah. But if they got married now, uh, he knows he would make Katie's life miserable and she's too good of a person to do that to. What? A wonderful... Wow. That is exactly the dude you want to be with. Yeah. Honest truth, like, the guy who's like, hey, let me work on myself. Are you yeah. working on yourself? Let's do that. And yeah. then come back and see how we feel about that. That's who you want in your life. You want someone who's aware that we're all always growing. Sorry, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We love a good soapbox here. Mm-hmm. And they, they get a rain check on that lunch. And he walks away. And she tells him bye. And that part sucks because I feel like she's closing that door. Well, the, the I mean, the city didn't self-destruct in this episode. Something did self-destruct in the episode yeah. as the door closes in front of McKay. Yeah. Like. This sucks, but I have hope. OK. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah. They're calling it here, which is a kind of a bummer. But here we are. But. You know, it's better they figured this stuff out now. Sure. sure. And just like, don't bro- don't poke it. No, you got to figure it out. Yeah. You definitely have to figure it out. That's what I'm saying. Out. It's better now than like not poking it for another three years. Yeah. 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 Get it out now before it gets infected. Yeah. And you got to put do a round of antibiotics and then cut off the leg. Don't cut off the leg. Don't cut off the leg. It's a good leg. This was fun. It's a good, it's a, like I said, I love this episode. Is it going to be in a top 10 anywhere? No. It's, it's in just, my top 10. It's just, they I They almost kissed. It's, <laughs> this isn't the kissing. This priorities isn't the, of grace. The steamy top 10. It's a, it's a good, it'd be in a steamy top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. Next episode. Okay. Harmony. In harmony. In harmony. I had a sing-along when I was little. Yeah. That was Sebastian the Crab's Caribbean Jamboree. (laughs) 
and it was all of these Disney songs and a couple of new hits. And yeah. one of them was called Harmony. And uh-huh. it's like him and Little Mermaid. And it's like, you're you. I and me. Together we can live in harmony. Blah, 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 blah. Calypso <laughs> drums. Calypso drums. <laughs> going to put that on my vacation playlist. Yes. Uh, I'm excited. My prediction is Calypso drums. Okay. I don't have one. It's fine. Uh, this was fun. Yep. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. If you have any Yellow Jackets theories, <laughs> you can send them to us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Uh, we're at Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us like your viewers wherever you listen to us, your podcast we'll people. We'll see you next week with Harmony. Oh, I forgot what I was sure. Okay, bye. bye.